Welcome to the Bug One for Lung podcast. Today we're going to talk about insurance. I'm going to have a little bit of a grumble about insurance actually. It's something I think is invaluable when you're on holidays and yet so many people ignore. So welcome again to the Bug One for Lung podcast. Travel insurance. Is it necessary? Yes. In a word, Yes, to me, it's absolutely essential to have. So many people just do not consider or do not bother getting travel insurance. And yet for the small amount of money you pay, the comfort it can provide if something goes wrong is absolutely huge. On a side note, Thai government is actually considering at the moment making it compulsory to enter the kingdom to have some kind of travel insurance, whether it be insurance you've bought in your own country or whether it's insurance you buy on entering the kingdom for a couple of hundred baht a day or a week, depending on what the law will be. But if it isn't already in place by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be very soon in the future to take some of the burden off the Thai government and Thai economy to pay hospital bills for people who don't have it. So why get it? Lost luggage, lost cash, delays or extra expenses caused by delays to flights, having to get a hotel because of those delays, vehicle damage if you hire a car or a motorcycle and have an accident, whether it's your fault or not. If you do have an accident, whether it be in a motor vehicle, falling off something, tripping over, and you require medical attention, you require to go to hospital, it can cover some or all of that. That's the big one for me, medical expenses. Travel insurance will cover your medical expenses if the unfortunate accident happens. And they do happen. If you Google it, you'll quite often see stories such as this. 27-year-old man has accident in Koh Samui. Needs second operation to save his leg, but Thai doctors won't operate as he currently owes $30,000 Australian and has no travel insurance. At least three or four times a year I see stories like this in the Australian press about Aussies who have travelled overseas, normally to countries like Thailand and Bali, who didn't have travel insurance, have had an unfortunate accident, and are now in hospital with bills in the tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars and no way to pay for it. Not having the travel insurance and therefore no way to pay your bill could force your family to borrow money to pay for you to get out of hospital and come home. Or even worse, have to start a crowdfunding campaign, which seems to be the latest trend, to help get you home. At the end of the day, travel insurance really isn't that expensive. I tend to use a company called Worldcare, and I'm happy to give them a shout out because their service for me has always been fantastic. Looking at Worldcare's current policies, for someone in their 40s like I am, traveling to Thailand, let's say for two weeks, their basic package starts at just $55, and their fully comprehensive package is $74 for that two-week, and that gives unlimited medical coverage for accidents or medical emergencies, covers you for a huge amount for lost flights, lost hotels, lost luggage, covers you for cash, and a whole bunch more. So for $72 for two weeks, that really is worth it. It's not a lot when you compare how much you pay for flights, hotels, food, etc. Another reason I do use WorldCare a lot is that as standard, their policies cover me for motorcycle riding in Thailand. As I'm fully licensed to ride a motorcycle in Australia, they will also cover me overseas, which is fantastic because it's an activity I really enjoy and do every time I'm there. If you are going to get travel insurance, and again, I do reckon everybody should, make sure you're aware of what your policy does cover. Does it cover all the activities you want to do, like riding a motorcycle or scooter? Skydiving, whitewater rafting, skiing, you get the idea. Extreme sports or unusual activities like that. 
These aren't always included in insurance policies and sometimes are optional extras or just aren't covered at all by certain policies in certain companies. So make sure you check the PDS or ask them questions by giving them a phone call before you pay for the policy to make sure you're covered for everything you plan on doing. Also be aware that you need to be licensed for the activities you're doing if it comes to things like driving a car or riding a motorcycle. If you don't have a motorcycle license in Australia, for example, and you ride a scooter overseas and you have an accident, your insurance policy won't cover you. So keep things like that in mind as well. Alcohol is another big one. Check your policy and the details within for alcohol and what's covered. If you're drink driving and have an accident, you're not going to be covered. But some policies also won't cover you if you're over the legal limit and you have any kind of accident, whether it be falling over or you're a passenger in a vehicle. So you have to bear that in mind. There are limitations and legal requirements put in place by the insurance companies. Maybe not always fair, maybe not always nice, but they are there and you need to be aware of them. At the end of the day, if you can't afford the travel insurance, you can't afford to travel. That's a phrase I see bandied about a lot in the media after there's been a, an occurrence and a story of it, and on social media when it comes to travel insurance stories all the time. And I have to say, I agree with that statement. If you can't afford the travel insurance, you can't afford to travel. It really is that simple. Because if the worst does happen, and it does happen to people sometimes, then really that travel insurance is there to save you and it will save you a fortune as well as peace of mind. And if you don't have the travel insurance and something happens and it costs you an arm and a leg, well, you can't really complain about it, can you? Anyway, that's my grumble and my gripe. Have a great day. See you all next time.